Welcome to the drunk tank. We're gonna have some serious fun. Gonna play a heap of games. So I guess we better get started. Hey, it's a podcast. Was that a ukulele? I think it was. Yeah, the file is named ukulele. Props, buddy. That's uh, that was Recode the two ND. So should we start this podcast off by saying that we're recording it early? Yeah. Yes. We probably yeah. should. No, we're totally... So that people don't understand yeah. why we're not talking about Jeff it. And we're I, totally Skyping. And Jeff and I <laughs> flew in back to Austin on Wednesday morning to Just record Just to record this. the podcast yeah. and then yeah. back out to LA right after it. This is a preemptive podcast recorded ahead of time because all four of us, I think, will most likely be out of town next week. Yeah. And yeah. yet, I can still say with confidence... That I'm upset about the oil spill. <laughs> I have a pretty good feeling four days aren't going to change that. Can, hey. you, can you believe those jerks in Washington and what they did? <laughs> That's a Simpsons lad, buddy. <laughs> hey, hey, shut up. <laughs> They're the one that knows I'm poaching material. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the auto DJ 2000 <laughs> yeah. or whatever. <laughs> what about those buzzers in Washington? <laughs> Where does he get his material? <laughs> <laughs> That's the Stampy episode. Yes, right? it is. Yeah. But seriously, that earthquake yesterday. That was nuts. <laughs> wow. What is that? Fifty this year? Yeah, there's a lot of the Earth is splitting in half. So uh, we should, well, I guess, like we should, we should preface and say that we don't know what's happening in E3 yet. No, no, because it's, it's only Friday, and we don't know if Texas has gone to the Pac-16 or the Big Ten or what's up yet. Yeah, we won't find that out till Tuesday. Yeah, we now know, we now know Colorado and Nebraska have left for sure. So let's talk more about college football. Let's not. Or, let's talk about what's what more f- boring: coaching changes or conference changes. Yeah. What next? Ooh, let's speak to the audience. Changes. <laughs> So uh, Rooster Feast is kicking off uh, a little later today. As a matter of fact, as uh, pretty much as soon as the podcast is over, I'm going to go meet the Rooster Feast. They don't know it. I'm going to go walk over and meet the Rooster Feast guys at a place and invite them over to tour the office if they want to. Oh, really? Where are you going to meet them? They're going to be at Juan Pelota. They're going to be – it's at a little coffee shop over at 4th Street. It's over by the 360 condos. It's Lance Armstrong's, like, bike shop, coffee shop thing. Oh, I know the place. We've eaten there. Oh, yeah. That's one nut, right? That's a breakfast yeah. place, kind of, right? Sort we, of. Uh, we tacos and we stuff. bought some uh, some props. We bought the costume there for the Dev Cycle short where I dressed up like Johnny Cage. Then we got yeah. the shorts and stuff there. And sunglasses. Oh. So if you ever want Johnny Cage shorts, which might now you might need... Because they're making the new Mortal Kombat. Did you guys talk about it in no. this week? We, we talked about yeah, it we, very briefly. Oh, did we? Just in passing. I think well, I, I said it was meh. You were okay with it, and Jack loved it. I thought the I thought the fan service was ridiculously over the top. I thought the action sequence was good. Here's was to it. you. I couldn't agree more with yeah. that. The, the action sequence, the fight, just reminded me of Watchmen. Yeah, I don't know. I, I thought the fight was good. I, I, I really did enjoy it. It, it made me think of, uh, I don't know much about Watchmen, the, the guy who dies and everyone's investigating his death. The comedian. The comedian. It made that me was, think of like, the fight where the comedian yeah. dies. That was, the first fight. That was like the fir- one of the first scenes in the movie. Yeah. If not the first scene. Should be the first scene. It's the first scene in the comic. Then it probably was. Probably. You're talking about Watchmen now, not Mortal Kombat. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I said, I said the fight in the Mortal Kombat trailer made me think of the right. fight. Right. I just want to make sure that there's not a Mortal Kombat comic that this is based on because <laughs> we don't know what this is. Does anybody know what it is yet? Yeah, it's just a pitch piece. Yeah, it's nothing official. Oh, so is it like that fall? Remember the Fall of Reach concept art that they kept putting out yeah. there? Kind of, except this had like actual, I mean, it had Jerry Ryan in it and like Michael J. Michael Jai White. Michael Jai White was in it. Had some so actual, they got all the big names. And then the the, the, the guy who played Johnny Cage is actually, like, he's an MMA fighter too. He's someone, I feel like I said, all the big names. Yeah. Interesting, you know that, uh, I read that that thing was shot on two reds. Yep. In it two, looked good. In yeah. two days. In two days. It looked really, really good. I so was, was she, uh, Jerry Ryan, was she Sonya Blade? Yeah. Yeah. Does she have fighting experience? She didn't have to. She just had to wear a business suit and look at some paperwork. Oh, yeah? Because she was a cop, right? Right. Yeah. Or she was a fed or something. Something. Some Probably some shadow organization within the government. So have you heard the big hubbub that's about to land on us, speaking of feds and people in business suits? No. What? Okay. I'm, I'm going from memory here again. It better not affect the fucking stock market, though. Apparently, there's some guy in the military who had access to diplomatic cables, like a long historical record of diplomatic cables, meaning communications from our ambassadors back to the U.S. or vice versa about ongoing foreign negotiations. Okay. Opinions of new leaders, deals, all that kind of stuff. And he just took all of it and gave it to WikiLeaks. WikiLeaks. What? Yep, all of it. And and is that that's got to be highly illegal, right? Th- well, apparently there's a point where he could be tried for treason. But that, That's fucking crazy. It's crazy. It's really crazy. And... The the most the scariest quote I read about it was that some guy anonymously in the military or high up in the government said 
try to get interviews with people you can normally get interviews right now about this. No one's talking about it. Everyone's in hiding over this, just waiting for it to land. We don't react that way to every story. That's how bad this is going to be. And this is going to hit. Like WikiLeaks is going to release it? The Pentagon is looking for the founder of WikiLeaks right now. Jesus yeah, Christ. I'm trying to load WikiLeaks, and it's not loading right now. <laughs> Dude, that's fucking nuts. They are, they are trying to preemptively put toothpaste back in the tube. Dude, that WikiLeaks guy's about to die. It might be. Somebody's about to have a car accident. I, I think he's like, yeah, we can't find him. Yeah, where did he go? <laughs> he disappeared he, mysteriously. He must, yeah, he must have really gone into hiding, because even we at the Pentagon can't find him. <laughs> wow. They might send him. To uh, to the bottom of the Gulf to try to fix the oil spill. What is WikiLeaks' biggest thing? I don't know, but I bet the FBI's DDoS guys are all over <laughs> attacking WikiLeaks right now. I, I can't load it. It's it's uh it's it's not there. This may that may actually hit before this podcast comes out. I mean, it could happen in the next day or two. This is Thursday that we're talking about this. Friday. 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 If I'm using the current day, I'll say Friday. <laughs> hey, we're in today day, not yesterday day. Sorry, I've been a little... My sleep schedule's way off. Dude, that is that's that is unbelievable. Hey, weren't you in a car crash, Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess we should that. talk about that, yeah. I, uh, I left work yesterday at 6 o'clock. I have a very nice friend who decided she wanted to buy a scooter, like a Vespa. Like a Vespa a, a yeah. cla- it's like a 1965 Vespa, classic scooter. And uh, she doesn't know how to drive it yet. She got a good deal on it. And uh, she knows I have a motorcycle license because I used to own a motorcycle. So she asked if I would be kind enough to meet her at the place where she bought it and drive it back to her house for her so that it could get there safely and legally. Right. So I – It's a responsible thing to do. I complied. Uh, I should preface that I haven't ridden a motorcycle in probably six or seven years and that I quit riding motorcycles because I wrecked, t- I wrecked twice in a year. When, Jeff, why would you need to preface this by saying that? When Jack asked you if you had a motorcycle license yesterday, you got very defensive. So yeah. You never forget how to ride a motorcycle, and there's no, it's no big deal. And That's true. Let me then counter by saying that a motorcycle and a Vespa <laughs> are very, very different vehicles. Okay. I learned very quickly and painfully that a motorcycle is center-balanced because the engine is in the center of the bike. And on a classic Vespa, the engine is tacked on to the back right side, and then there's no counterbalance weight on the left, so the Vespa pulls hard to the right. So I was trying to figure it out and try to remember how to ride a fucking bike, by the way. Uh, and I was driving down Lamar, uh, going about 40 miles an hour, and I had to make a left turn, and I couldn't figure out the turn ratio because of the weight imbalance. And so I ran straight into a curb going 40 miles an hour. Uh, the bike flew about 15 feet. <laughs> I did a flip in the air. I landed on my neck, hit the ground, bounced up, according to the guy that stopped, bounced two or three feet in the air, <laughs> flew over a uh, a uh, sidewalk, and then landed on the other side of the grass. Came out of it very sore. Don't have a scratch on me because I didn't hit any kind of concrete or anything. Luckily, I bounced over it, but I did land on my neck, and my neck hurts like a motherfucker. Luckily, I bounced over the concrete. Yeah. The guy the guy who, who stopped and called the paramedics... Uh, I was talking to him while we were waiting for the paramedics to arrive. Are you okay? Are you okay? I'm okay. I'm, okay, just, I'm I really, laugh. really... My neck is really stiff and sore, but I'm okay. I think I just probably... It's bruised and probably pulled a muscle or something. But uh, the guy said it looked awesome. <laughs> the guy stopped. I was like... I was so embarrassed. Don't, don't you wish you had theater mode so you go back and I see know, what it looked like? I know. The guy... I was so embarrassed and I felt so bad about wrecking this Vespa that this girl has only owned for about 10 minutes at the... Maybe 15 minutes at the point when I wrecked it for her. Did she see you uh, wreck it? No, we got separated driving and so uh. they had to come back and they just saw the bike in pieces. <laughs> so that was kind of a sucky conversation. So now I have to... I'm going to pay to fix her Vespa for her. I don't know how much it'll be. Right. It's not currently running. How much do those things cost, like retail? I couldn't tell you. I don't well, know. this is a yeah, classic it's, it's one, a classic. Too. Keep oh. an eye on that. It might end up being cheaper for you just to buy a replacement Vespa. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how bad it's going to be. But uh, anyway, so then the paramedics come, and I'm like, I'm fine. There's nothing wrong with me. And they make me sign some waivers and stuff. But the paramedics turned out to be two super hot chicks, and uh, I almost felt like I was being pranked. What? <laughs> yeah, they were two hot, like really, actually really hot chicks, and they laughed and laughed and laughed at me, and that was emasculating. So it's like high school. And then three cops showed up, <laughs> and then they were laughing and laughing and laughing and how asking how I could possibly crash a scooter, <laughs> you know, making sure I wasn't drunk, because what kind of, <laughs> what kind of idiot doesn't cra- crash a scooter at 6 in the afternoon going 40 miles an hour? Did they get a sobriety test or anything? No, no. Uh, I think they felt bad for me, and... Uh, you know, it was all very 
very embarrassing. I'd feel bad for a grown man driving a Vespa too. <laughs> I, f- I feel terrible that I wrecked her scooter and I can't wait to fix it for her. <laughs> and, uh, and I have now officially been in what I would consider to be my first real car crash. So you, when you used to own a motorcycle, you laid it down before. That's why you quit. I did. Riding that I motorcycle. It, I laid it down twice. And you were pointing, we and I, I guess you and I both came to the conclusion, we both realized today that Yet last time you did that, and then this time there's a biker rally going on in Austin. The reason I, I the oh. reason the reason I tur- I I uh, yeah I gave it up last time is because it was bike bike weekend in Austin where we have like hundreds of thousands of bikers come to downtown, and I was turning a corner and I hit some gravel and I laid the bike down in front of like 20 bikers and they laughed at me for about 15 minutes while I tried to shake it off. I got a lot more hurt that time, <laughs> and uh, but no damages at all was done to the bike and I didn't hit anything. This time I hit a lot of stuff. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> and so I was like, fuck it, I'm done. So I sold the motorcycle and that was it. And then sure enough, it's bike weekend yep. this weekend again, mm-hmm. once a year. And I managed to wreck somebody else's bike. Well, how about this? The last two times you've been on a bike, you've wrecked it. Physically, the last two times I've touched a motorcycle, I've wrecked it. Yeah. <laughs> so I, you're, you're, uh, you're, you've got a great batting average here, buddy. Yeah. It's going to be a very tender E3 for me as I hobble around. Does a, does a Vespa really qualify as a motorcycle? I, I mean, are we saying this the right way? I have no idea. It qual- <laughs> same, it's the same driver's license class, so yes. It hurts as much. Class M, right? <laughs> when, you, when, you, when you wreck it. I, just for the fuck of it, we should get you on a Segway this weekend. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> See <laughs> what happens. I'm never going to touch two wheels again. Two wheels and a motor, I'm, uh, I'm done with those. <laughs> well, we're all, I'm glad you're okay. Thanks, man. I, at first, you know, Griffin posted a Twitter picture of you... Uh, with your, like your torn shirt, and I thought you like hit a curb going like five miles an hour or something. So I was oh, laughing at you. Oh no, no, no. Yeah, you didn't look like you got in a wreck going forty miles an hour. Well, I, I was luckily I, I yeah well, yeah the the pick didn't do it justice I guess, but uh, it sucked a lot and <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that was what I did yesterday. Nice. I didn't get into any wrecks. No. Have you ever ridden a motorcycle, Gus? One time I rode his old motorcycle like a block down the street where he used to live. I would, I would pay to have seen that. I almost wrecked into every car going down the street. <laughs> <laughs> the, the hand, like I, I was having trouble controlling it. It was that, a that was nerve wracking for me. It was a mess. <laughs> well, luckily you're the one. I, I didn't destroy your motorcycle. You destroyed it yourself. Yeah, that's true. And other people's. Yeah. <laughs> I wrecked a motorcycle. It's the last time I ever rode a motorcycle. I think was I wrecked a motorcycle. That was when you get covered in gas, right? Yeah, the gas tank busted open and covered me in gas. And yeah, it's one of those things where you just realize I'm, you know, a spark away from being dead. Or yeah. worse, even worse, you know, burned over 90% of my body for the rest of my life. That's kind of an awesome and terrible feeling at the same time. You know, <laughs> like when I landed on my neck and then I rolled and I realized I wasn't wearing a helmet and I realized, oh, if I would have landed, who knows, you know, 10 degrees differently. Yeah, you have a couple degrees of rotation different and you're, you know, landing on your head. Yeah. No, you wouldn't be Stephen Hawking. Dude. That's a nice try. <laughs> Even when you work out stuff like turn ratios when you're crashing, what is a turn ratio exactly? I don't know. <laughs> He's trying to flower it up. All the I was calculating the turn ratio. The what, angular velocity was such that. <laughs> such that my girl's bike ran into a flower bush. <laughs> I just can't believe, too. I mean, here's this girl who calls you because she buys this. <laughs> you know she's excited because she just bought a new vest. She's super excited. You show up and wreck that fucking thing. I, I, she, 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 she was afraid of wrecking it herself, so she called the expert. Yes. Yeah, the person she knew who had a license. The only person it. she knew who had one, yeah. What could have possibly happened had she driven that would have been worse than what you did? Nothing. Like, she goes off the bridge into a lake. <laughs> yeah. I guess, yeah. Well, congratulations. Thanks, man. So, but you're okay. I'm okay. That's the important thing. I think, I mean, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm okay. I'm just super sore. Do you, in, you don't have life insurance, do you? Life insurance? No. You need to get fucking I'm, life insurance. Do you have life insurance? Think about you that for a, a second. Kid, man. Think about that. Shut up, Jack. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> think about that for a second. <laughs> He's also 30. I mean, it's like, what's going to happen to him? Just, you know, stay off the vest. <laughs> 35, almost. Well, whatever. But, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to get, I'm actually, I had a, Long conversation with Griffin last night about how I don't have life insurance, or rather, she had a conversation with me about it, and uh, so that, now I'm about to be very insured. That may be my wife's fault. Like uh, when Griffin came over to our house last night, like the first question my wife asked her when she walked in the door was, "Does Jeff have life insurance?" Yeah, yeah. And, That's your uh, value, then you figure it out, dude. Yeah. You know the cool thing about getting life insurance is you actually do figure out how healthy you are because doctor tell you fuck whatever. You know what I mean? Like, ah, oh, you're fine. You know, lose weight, stop drinking so much, that kind of thing. But if a company's going to put a dollar value on you, guess what? You find out exactly how healthy you are. Yeah. It's like they'll tell you, well, we'll treat you for the next 10 years because you're going to die at 47. 
It's like, you, well, I'm working out. It's like, no, you're going to die. <laughs> we know. Our actuary table's never wrong. Exactly. So as long as I survive E3, I'll uh, I'll get life insurance I, when I, I come home. I word get... of advice, do not tell him you're getting life insurance because, haha, guess what? I rest, wrecked my Vespa not wearing a helmet yesterday. They're like, okay, reject <laughs> Yeah, no, no. no. I, was, uh, I was getting some quotes for life insurance uh, last month, I think. And uh, they were, like, showing me the different quotes. And I was like, what's this column over here? Why is this one so much cheaper? They're like, oh, this is the super preferred rate. You're not healthy enough to get this. Oh, <laughs> I was really? like, what? They're like, yeah, you need a... You need to work out or something. You can't, you can't, you can't qualify for this. And I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> See all these check boxes in the alcohol section of the document, yeah. Mr. Sorolla? If all these check boxes were checked over here, then you'd get the better rate. But the... Uh, the the thing I would recommend also when you're getting life insurance is don't tell your wife how much you have. Seriously, never let her know. No, I won't. Exactly. Just don't let her know. Say it's enough. That's it. Say if I die, you'll be hating life. Yeah, yeah. But you'll get Millie to 18 and that's it. Yeah, and then you're on your own. Yeah. <laughs> but it ain't going to be a party. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't give her any incentive to, to, to finish the job. You don't know. <laughs> women are crazy, dude. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know. It could, I mean... You sleep next to her. I'd be careful. I'd be careful. She's also, she's strong. She's got big hands. She'd choke me in my sleep. And she's spiteful and vindictive. You just don't know. you got to be careful. She's like an elephant. I think you're fueling the fire here. (laughs) You just don't know. You just have to be careful. Play the odds. Yeah. There's no reason. She doesn't have to know. She doesn't have to. Doesn't do her any good. What's a funeral cost? About eight grand? <laughs> it gives her something to think about. That's <laughs> as far as she knows. That's how much my insurance policy will be. <laughs> make, make it for eighty five hundred. Go and splurge. No, I'll pay for the I'll pay for the Big Lebowski s coffee can. <laughs> <laughs> now, are you being buried inside the mangled remains of a Vespa, or <laughs> they have to separate you from that? So, how bad is the Vespa fucked up? Front tires fucked up? Uh, it's very dented and scratched, and it won't start. But. I, oh, and it wouldn't shift gears at all. But I, I <laughs> oh, fixed. So I fixed that. Uh, but I think I think the reason it wouldn't start was because it was probably flooded from the flipping and whatnot. <laughs> so, I, so it sounds uh, like you turned it into a Prius. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how you like that. But I'm sure it's not nothing major. It's cosmetic for sure. But I think it fared better than I did. I think a Vespa is all cosmetic, isn't it? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> it was really pretty. It was. <laughs> So, what was your reaction? Was it, I'm alive, or I fucked up somebody's scooter? I I, I was laying in the grass, and I thought, I'm alive, and I could feel that I wasn't terribly hurt. And the neck didn't start hurting until after I got home. You know, yeah. it's like, you got all the endorphins or whatever running, and I felt pretty okay. And I was laying there, and I was like, I just need to lay here for a few minutes and be calm before I even think about calling her and having that painful conversation or anything. And then I started to hear car, cars stop, and I thought, people probably think I'm hurt because I'm not moving. So I jumped up. And I didn't want to, but I didn't want the paramedics or the cops or anything to come. I was hoping that if I, if it was obvious that I wasn't injured, then, uh, maybe that wouldn't happen, but I was too late. So I, I got up and I ran and I grabbed the bike and I like moved over and I just started to immediately try to start it because I wanted to get out of there. <laughs> like my first thought was to flee. What the fuck? You're like the Tiger Woods of shitty girl bikes. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> We're going to find out all these weird facts about Jeff now that he's been in a car accident. Yeah. Why did that happen? Why did we find out all that stuff about Tiger as a result of that car accident? It, it was the reason, like, the, the, we were trying to figure out what the reason why he, he crashed his car. And, like, the and, back and why wind- his wife tried to rescue him by smashing a window at the rear of his car. Yeah, the, the rear window yeah. was shattered and his face was all fucked up, but the car wasn't that bad. And, so. and there were the reports that he was asleep outside in front of it. And, yeah. Uh, you should have done all that. Should have. <laughs> Taken a bunch of Ambien. Could have sold your story, man. Yeah, that's true. But my wife, we were, speaking of crazy people... My wife was talking about video game characters, female video game characters, and she saw I don't even I can't even tell you what game it was, but she saw a female video game character, I think it was Psychonauts even. And she was just like a buxom lady, you know, that was in a tight fitting outfit and all that. And she went off on this goddamn rant about how come all the women in video games look like this? Do you ever get this at all? Like why do no. why do women in video games always look like this? Uh-uh. Oh god. She she just went off on this huge rant. Anyway, then I I won't go. If you guys don't hear it, it's not something people talk about then. No, I'm sure a lot of people hear it. Well, it's like, you know, the image of women in video games, too. They, they talk about that a lot of the way, the way that women are portrayed. They're always wearing those sexy outfits, you know. It's like, why is she fighting Kung Fu, but she's wearing, you know, a halter top and all that. I think I get lucky because Griffin plays WoW and Fable, and you can design your own characters and, you know, 
and like dress them and stuff. So she feels like an attachment to that. And then Fable, you can get fat. So, all right, let's yeah. go <laughs> for the fat people for fat yeah. rights. But I never, I never play a video game as a guy. And like I'm playing Gears of War, was it Marcus Phoenix is the yeah. head dude? Uh-huh. I don't see him and feel bad about myself. Right, like, <laughs> I mean, it's like all the dudes are these super mega warriors, <laughs> and I don't feel like a little tiny man because I'm playing as Marcus Phoenix. Yeah, how come I don't have arms like tree trunks? <laughs> yeah, so unfair. And you know why you don't think like that? Because I'm not an idiot. Because you're not fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like a recurring theme in this podcast. Crazy. As I was saying, I mean, it's like it's crazy. It's I don't know why you'd look at a character in a video game. And associate it with yourself in a negative way. Right. In any way. Like, oh, how come Guile can kick over his head? I can't kick over my head. <laughs> I gotta get to work. I can't ever achieve that. It's not fair. They shouldn't put that out there. <laughs> it's unattainable. I can't shoot lightning from my fingers. So did y'all see that uh, Twitter, I guess, that uh, Microsoft PR guy put out talking about Halo 3 sales? No. Oh, yeah. Uh, no. Halo 3 outsold Resistance 1 and 2, Uncharted 1 and 2, Killzone 2, and God of War 3 combined. <laughs> Are you serious? In, the, in yeah. the U.S., it's in the U.S. Like, so, like some there was a PlayStation fanboy in one of our comments. It was like, "This is U.S. only." This, if it's worldwide sales, it kicks its ass. It's like even that. So, Guess, like four, was that five, six? Like six flagship PS3 titles were outsold by Halo Three. Six flagship Halo Three. Six flagship PS3 titles combined were outsold by Halo Three. I actually think that's a pretty legit argument. What Jack just said, because to me, it just proves that. The 360 is an American console. It's, the, yeah. it's, it's what people play in the U.S., oh, I yeah. think. America's the best country. I mean, who gives a fuck what they play in <laughs> Australia? I think it's obvious how insularly annoying we are, and I, I embrace that. Why would we care? Right, well, I mean, Japan, nobody plays, I mean, the in Halo in Japan. You know, I, just read, I read another article just recently that Halo Combat Evolved is called Combat Evolved. They added that little subtitle onto it. Because of the Japanese market, they had to explain to people in Japan what the game was about because Halo was too abstract. Hmm. How can something be too abstract for the Japanese market? That's what <laughs> yeah. I want to know. Yeah, I think I saw that article also. That's that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. it was people reminiscing about the those days. and Microsoft made them add the Combat Evolve part. Mm-hmm. And, of course, they, they shot themselves in the foot because then they made the Custom Edition, Halo Custom Edition, which is now Halo C-E-C-E. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just... That doesn't make any sense at all. Like Like Final Fantasy, like that doesn't explain anything at all about that game. Ever. No. So it's oh. weird that they would have to have CE. Does the Red Dead Redemption make sense for the name of the game? I mean, do most games make sense? Why is it called Bioshock? Yeah. Doesn't, they don't, often they don't make sense. Why is it called Resident Evil? Also, is, is Red Dead... Uh, okay, I'm going to be a little stupid here. Is Red Dead Redemption a sequel to Red Dead Redul- Revolver? Yes. yes. Okay, that would explain why I have no idea. If I'm not mistaken... Any backstory or anything in that game. I, oh, yeah? I think the character in Red Dead Revolver, his name was Red. Is that wrong? I don't know. I didn't play it. I think that's true. Let me wiki that. It's interesting they made a sequel to a game that apparently nobody played. Uh, yeah, I don't think it did extremely well. well we was, we was, had Xboxes, and we were playing the hell out of our Xboxes. I'd never even thought about picking up Red Dead Revolver. I played it when it came out. I, I really liked it. I played Gun. I actually thought Red Dead Redemption was kind of a ripoff of Gun. Little did I know that Gun was just yet another knockoff of a Rockstar game. Yeah. Gun was cool, though. Uh, yeah. For a launch title, especially. It was really cool. It was a hidden gem. You think so? Well, I don't think... Hid- hidden among seven titles? Yeah, well, I, I think there were, there were more than seven. I think there were 12. But it didn't get a lot of the... It didn't get a lot of hype, you know? Everybody was talking about Madden and fucking Perfect Dark, both terrible games. Yeah, those... Call of Duty 2. Yeah. Yeah, your character's name is Red in the first game. Yeah, the launch title for the 360 left quite a bit to be desired. Yeah. I mean, I don't think... Yeah, Call of Duty 2. People was... don't talk about Quake very often. <laughs> you get... You, you, you basically had Call of Duty 2 and that other... I think Cameo was like cameo. the big standout. Yeah. 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 Cameo is a pretty cool game. And Geometry Wars. <laughs> I think I don't remember what I picked up when it launched. I think I had I bought Cameo and King Kong. And yeah, was there a Dead or Alive? There's a Dead or Alive launch. Yeah. Four. I think I had DOA, Cameo, and um, I also bought Condemned. King Kong. That was oh, I, disappointing. I, I think I bought Condemned like a week or two later. Yeah. Yeah. I bought Perfect Dark. I played it once, <laughs> and then went back a year later and tried to play it again. Gave it a solid like hour, and then had to put it down again. Condemned was a good. It was a. It was a pioneer title, though. It really set the watermark for how to completely fuck up achievements. And everyone, <laughs> everyone has just been trying to get it the same way. Fuck it up as bad as they did. What, what, what kind of bad achievements did they have? I, I'm not. 
They, I don't remember. They, at launch, they had, was it 720 total points you get in the game? They didn't even have 1,000. Right. And, and then King, they, King they, Kong was like that also, right? King Kong, King Kong had 1,000. 1,000. Had, 1, 1, had seven, seven achievements for 1,000 yeah. points, I think. Huh. Yeah. But Condemned ended up be having 960 points. I is think. that what it is? That's what yeah. it has. It has 960. Like, right out of the gate, they, they had these standards they set for the achievements, and they just fucked them up right away. Threw it out the window. And now it's like, I can't make heads or tails of that point system at all. Because now I see like thirteen hundred points for games, fifteen hundred, seventeen hundred. Yeah. What, what is it now? Seventeen, a thousand at retail, up to seven fifty from DLC. So seventeen fifty. Seventeen fifty is the max a game can have. Right now. Right now. I hope that won't change. Halo Three has seventeen fifty, right? Halo Three has seventeen fifty, but it it gets wacky too because I was just looking at the games for Windows titles. Mm-hmm. The Dawn of War game has two thousand achievement points in it, so apparently it doesn't like doesn't apply to that game. Is that a 360 game, or is that... It's not on the 360, PC. but it's okay. on games for Windows, and the achievements are in the same system. And then also, I think, uh, it, also for uh, for arcade games, it used to be 200 points plus 50 points for DLC, yeah. but now Magic the Gathering has 300 points. It's the only title to have I, 300 points. It's confusing. I hope they just dump the points. I hope they do. Mm-hmm. I hope the new, whatever announcement they're going to make... At E3, or have already made. Mm-hmm. I hope that among those announcements was something to just standardize achievements and just do away with the points. Would you be more in favor of, like, no points at all, or would you be more in favor of a system like the PS3 trophy system where there's just three tiers, like a eh. bronze, silver, and gold? That's my answer to that. Is, eh, I don't know. Not my job to fix that. My job is to complain about it. <laughs> I, I like seeing the distinction. You know, I don't necessarily care about points, but I like seeing the distinction, like knowing that this achievement's harder than that yeah, achievement. Yeah, I like that a lot. And I feel like that's what kind of gamer score does. Like, oh, I see a 50-point achievement. I know that's obviously going to be much harder than a 5- or a 10-point achievement. And PS3 has the leveling system, like you're a level X, you know? I, d- I don't... I don't dislike the leveling system. No, I like don't Like, seeing either. somebody as a level 10 gamer means something to me. Yeah. I, but I also, whatever they did with, however they implemented the trophy system, it just has not taken off and doesn't seem to work. Nope. I mean, I mean, I, physically it works, but nobody seems to give a shit about it, right? I don't know if it's just too late to the party, or if it's, there's just no... Well, we've been through this before. We talked with Gavin. Yeah. All Gavin cares about is the points for whatever reason, but he doesn't care about his total points. Right. He just cares about the individual points. Like, he wants... What? A, he wants... Uh, he's an idiot. He wants, like, a 100-point achievement, and he won't get a 5-point achievement, because it's not as much as the 100-point achievement, so who cares about it? But he doesn't care about his total overall score. That's also so he, stupid. It's very specific. He's okay with having like not like Bernie's saying nine hundred ninety five out of a thousand points in a game, as long as he got the big achievements. And if the five point achievement is annoying and what he deems not worth his time, he won't take the trouble to get it. Whereas I would have to get that because I wouldn't right. leave a game five points from being finished. Right. Which is why the standardized the non standardized systems bugs me because I can't tell what's completed and what's not completed. That's 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 the only thing I care about. But I realize that is personal to me. Not I to wish there was a I wish there was a way to make a distinction between retail and DLC, right? Like you could say a thousand points at retail, and that's that's a completed game for you. And then if you choose to buy the DLC, then there's a second tier for it or something. I can well, see that, like I a breakdown know. where you can like look at your yeah. games completed, on, you know, original content or games completed with DLC and yeah. things like that. I'm actually okay with DLC taking away a completed game from you. I'm actually okay. Really? With that. I, I actually find okay. that kind of annoying. But then you're not. Because you're paying you're being, it's almost like you're being punished. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. And also they can make, like, one of the DLC achievements is r- ridiculous. Right. Like, you, oh, get 10,000 kills on our new multiplayer map, you know, that kind of mm-hmm. thing. I agree. But, you know, if, if, as long as it's standardized. But I think what you're saying, and I agree with, is that retail game should be 1,000 points. Then every DLC should be 250. This up to 750 garbage. Companies clearly don't know how much DLC they're going to put out. Right. DLC falls off real fast. Not as fast as episodic gaming, man. Episodic gaming is gone, isn't it? Well, DLC yeah. killed that. I guess it that, did. That's all it is. I mean, it's just like episodic gaming was. Uh, did anybody who made an episodic game get past the, the second iteration? Anybody? Sam and Max? Is that the only uh, one? Sam and Max. Sam and Max. Uh, that other one, uh, Walls and Gromit. Oh, Walls that's what I was thinking. Actually, was Walls and Gromit. They had four episodes. Really? Yeah. Huh. I mean, maybe Homestar on the Wii had like Homestar three. Did. But these must be people running for like five, six episodes, and yeah. that was it. But I will agree that like it does. If I like Fable three had or Fable two has thirteen fifty, that's annoying. Mm-hmm. I wish Fable two had twelve fifty or fifteen hundred, right? Because if I look at thirteen fifty, it means nothing to me. It means nothing. Yeah, Grand Theft Auto has fifteen hundred. I can I can understand that. I can get behind that. Halo has seventeen fifty. The increments make sense to me. Or how about this? When you're looking through the games on the list of like, if I look at yours and I see your list. Points and then a percentage. The percentage would be great. Or thirteen fifty of thirteen fifty. Oh yeah, there you yeah. go. 
That's that not that hard. That's also everybody's problem right there. Right, because yeah. then you can look at it and tell. I like it. Hit a little button and see what's what. Yeah, and it just it just seems so random too. Like Skate Three just came out with DLC, a hundred points. So now Skate Three is an eleven hundred point game, and you don't know if that's where it's going to stop. Right, right. It could be they could put out two more DLC and they won't use up all their seventeen fifty. It just doesn't make sense. Just like Condemned coming out, it had to have a thousand points, but it decided to only have nine sixty. It just doesn't make sense why why that happened that way. Yeah. So if they're gonna if they're gonna have a point system, the points have to mean something, right? They have to be part of a bigger system. Absolutely. Right. Do you think there'll be any point inflation with the next iteration of Xbox, where now you know retail games will have two thousand points instead of a thousand points? You know what? I could see that because if you look at like leaderboards and stuff, someone historically could just have ten years into Xbox Live, mm-hmm. and it doesn't really mean like somebody who's got ten thousand points versus somebody who has sixty thousand points. Yeah, it would make sense if people level up faster, essentially, right? Right. I don't know about that. Well, well, it's, it's, it's a common know. gaming thing, though, Jack. It's, it's also like the difference between you know retail and DLC now. There's like two different tiers of maximums. Then you have like a new console, and you bump that up. So that's yeah. just like different levels coming back down. So, and it also incents people to possibly move from the current generation to the, to next, the next generation. Or it doesn't de-incent people from getting involved with it. Right. Like, why would I get involved with a gamer score? Why would I start now because I'm 15 and starting to play games or you know five and starting to play games? Why would I be, why would I care about it because I have 2,000 points and people have – 180,000 points. Like, you and I, for instance, believe that the entire reason that Gus doesn't care about achievements is because we were 10,000 points ahead of him when we started talking about it. Totally believe that. No, I yeah. was, but I was there in the ground floor playing the games when you all started, too. I just From the beginning, I never cared. But it just seems like something like you, you all were care already, about. You all were already looking for them, even though you weren't talking about it. You were looking for them on your own and getting them. Yeah. Me, I knew they were there. I just didn't give a fuck. I still don't. Which strikes us as weird. It does because you're so you're competitive. Yeah, I got I got hooked in immediately when I started playing. I mean, don't get me wrong. If I wanted to be serious about it, I could kick your asses. <laughs> well, it would take go. it would take me like two months. What's your gamer score? I think it's just under nineteen thousand. Dude, that'll be a it's long like haul. 18, I'm at seventy five thousand right now. I'll tell you what, guys. I'll bet you ten thousand dollars of Jeff's money. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> so what, you'll, bet me th- you'll bet me three Vespas. That's how the podcast I started. A, I lost a thousand dollars to Jeff in a fucking achievement bet. I'm never yep. doing that shit again. That was a thousand dollars. That's a fifth of a Vespa. Jeff, <laughs> Jeff lost one flower bush. <laughs> Jeff lost like a day of his life doing that seven day survivor achievement for you. That's true. Fourteen no, hours. We, you didn't do it. Did you do it? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, everything's coming up roses for Ramsey. Yeah. But the the point is that we're making here, Jack, is that you always have to be conscious of new people coming into yeah, a game yeah. or a system, and you can't de-incent new players. You always want to keep that open to new people coming in. But you also don't want to. You also don't want to nerf the system for new people. You well, you don't want to have disin, You know, piss off your current customers either. I get that. That that happens all over the place. Yeah, right? yeah but you're not giving new people any advantage over existing people because existing people can also play the same games or get the same hardware. Like WoW has done that extremely well, I think. Where when the system came out, you, you max level cap was 60 and it took a fucking ton of time to get from 20 to 60. And then once they bumped it up to 80, they nerfed essentially the uh, point total to get from 20 to 60. Now it's much easier to get from yeah, 20 to 60. Yeah, you just cruise through that. You cruise through that. Nobody's complaining about that. Nobody's like... Uh, although we've made a couple comics joking around about it, nobody's going like getting to sixty. I had to work ten times as hard as you're having to work. <laughs> yeah. you know, right? Nobody's actually grousing because no it. one cares about level sixty. You know, it's, it's yeah. everyone's so focused on the end game and and the current stuff, like I, the level eighty stuff. That no one cares yeah. about this anything behind them. Although, yeah. you, although you bitched exactly. when I said I got my mount at level twenty, and you said you had to wait till like fifty to get yours or whatever. That's pretty fucked up because it used to be <laughs> 40. You, 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 you used 40. to be you had to wait till level forty, and you needed like. 100 gold, I think, and now you get it at, like, level 20 for, like, 10 gold. Do you know, that's why I stopped playing WoW, honestly, was because I played a druid so that I could be turned into a cat uh-huh. at level 20? Yeah. yeah. Level and 20. that would allow me, oh, I was like, oh, I can go faster at level 20. I'm going to pick this class and play this, because, and then I got all the way to it, got the fucking cat form or whatever, and it doesn't go any faster than the person. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does, 120%. It didn't when I got it. No, the cat's, the cat's faster. A cat is not as fast as a mount, but it's still faster than walking. Is yeah. that what it is? I, no, yeah. I knew that I couldn't go as fast as people in horses. I think, yeah, it's I think a mount is a 40... No, a mount is a 60% speed increase, and the cat off the top of my head, I believe, is a 40% speed increase. I thought it was 20, but you, you probably would know better than me. Yeah, fuck if I know, dude. I haven't played in a while. I, I'm a sucker for... I hate that walking around crap. I am a sucker for speeding but up. You love exploring, though. 
I get you. It's, like, it's like a, 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 a weird identity crisis. You love exploring, but you hate doing it. Well, like I was, I was one of the last games I was playing was Oblivion, and I was dumping points into speed, which just made me walk faster. <laughs> so, I mean, and I, maybe that's part of it. I just want to get around the, the area faster. Mm-hmm. Like when you came back to WoW briefly, uh, you came back for about a week. I remember you were obsessed. There were achievements, in-game achievements, associated with unlocking all the different zones in the map, yep. and that's all you did. You wa- you walked and flew around. Unlocking zones and getting those achievements. They, they do a good job of showing you what you have seen and what you haven't yeah. seen, too. Like, when you break the breakdown in the achievement panel for that. Well, the crazy thing was, is on my map, it looked like I had discovered every area in every area. And then I realized I didn't have achievements for these other areas. Like, what I miss here? And so I'd go back and look. I like that. I like that virtual space stuff. I always have. I Absolutely. wonder... That, that's interesting, because I hadn't thought about this. I wonder how those achievements are going to change once Cataclysm comes out, because a lot of those places aren't going to exist anymore. Will they be like... I wonder if they're going to grandfather those achievements into, like, feats of strength, like right. achievements that exist, but you can't get anymore. And then, like, there'll be new achievements for exploring the new areas. What a conundrum. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you all see there was a... Speaking of Blizzard stuff, there was a StarCraft II commercial during uh, Game 4 of the NBA Finals. War is coming, right? Yep. I didn't see it, but I heard about it. It was a pre-rendered, uh, computer-generated commercial. How was it? Pretty awesome. Really? I'll have to check that out. I Honestly, when was the last time you watched TV, Jeff? Yeah. Me? I I don't think I've turned my TV on to watch TV uh, in uh, maybe two weeks. I would say I watched the entire season of Lost, and I saw one episode on TV. It was the last episode. The last program I watched, I watched the season premiere of Hell's Kitchen on Hulu. This is the last thing I can remember we've been watching on TV. Or not TV, but I mean, entertainment-wise. And I haven't been on the podcast in a while. I'm sure you guys have talked about the end of Lost. I, I geared up, watched a bunch of Lost, got it on iTunes, loved it. I love this new way of watching things. It's like, it's not a movie, it's not TV, it's like hyper-movie. Where it's these awesome TV shows, and you watch them all essentially in one sitting on DVD. It's essentially like a 20-hour movie, which is great. Because then you really get wrapped up in stuff. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to uh, having the complete Lost series on Blu-ray when it comes out in August. Because I want to sit down and just watch like everything from episode one all the way through to the end. Yeah, it's like I was talking to Andrew Panton a while back, and he was asking what TV shows I liked. Or my favorite TV shows. And I I, I was like, you've got to try to watch The Shield. Seven seasons. It's all over. He watched all seven seasons in about a month. Yep. That's got to be. That's awesome. That's the best experience, and you don't you get more out of it because that's the way they write it. Yeah, you, I mean they're they're you don't you lose stuff week to week. That's why they had that previously. On Absolutely. Lost. What do you think that guy's doing now? The previously on Lost. <laughs> He'll roll into uh, whatever the next JJ Abrams project is. You know, it's, it's funny about reboot. it's funny you say about the previous about Lost. Um, the previously on Lost, like the previously on the Shield. Like as that show went on, the previous on the shield just got longer and longer and longer. It was it, like it could take up to five minutes if you were like at a, at a critical would, episode. It would span four and five seasons. <laughs> I almost feel like sometimes they should have had a commercial break in the middle of the previously yeah. on the shield guy. It went on for so long. It went from previously on the shield to next time on the shield. <laughs> you know, those things are kind of spoilers too, because clearly they're going to show you something that's relevant to the episode right. you're about to watch. So right. Yeah. I try to stay away from them sometimes too. But you should watch The Wire. If you guys are going to watch anything on DVD, that should be the next thing. I don't think either of you have watched The Wire, right? Uh-uh. Maybe I'll watch it on the on the plane right out to LA. A- absolutely. Start on season one of The Wire. Is that, it's is that, great. Is that on iTunes? Uh, I think I saw it on iTunes, yeah. Right, cool. I'll buy that and watch it on my trip also. It's an HBO show, right? Yeah, and it turns out there are some HBO shows on uh, on iTunes. I was wrong. It oh, is, cool. For a long time, there wasn't, but eventually there was. Its run was essentially during The Sopranos, so it, people just kind of missed out on it. I think it was uh-huh. maybe a season after The Sopranos. But... uh. Oh, it's a really great show. Okay. But we want, I, so I watched all of Lost, right? Get caught up. I'm going to watch it. Event TV. I'm going to show up and watch the final episode of Lost. Send the series off. Jack comes over. We get some beer. We sit down. We watch it. TiVo cuts out 30 seconds before. Not TiVo. Time Warner. DVR. Whatever. The, t- the DVR T- TiVo's good. The, the DVR cuts out 30 minutes, 30 seconds before the end. As Jack Shepard, Christian Shepard is opening the doors at the end, cuts off. Oh my god! Fucking kill somebody! It's like it's just like so annoying to try to watch TV. That Time Warner DVR is the biggest piece of shit. It is the biggest piece of shit. You know they even upgraded the software on it. Oh yeah. So now the interface is totally different and worse. (laughs) (laughs) They're like some people are able to use this successfully. How can we (laughs) stop them? No, I I got cable in my house yesterday. Installed yesterday, this Thursday. And uh, and the first thing I did was like, yeah, I don't want your boxes. Like, what? Well, no, you can get a deal. I don't want your boxes. I've got my own TiVo. Yeah, give me. I have. I'll take your cable card, but I'm not going to take your box. 
And already I'm like, oh god, I miss TiVo. It was so like it, the the one I reactivated the ones I had immediately started recording Daily Show and Colbert Report for me, and I was like, I didn't even touch it. And it oh, just, like it remembered what you liked yeah, or something. Exactly. Do you that, call that it the Colbert the- Report? Yeah, well, that, that's, that's, that's what, what it's, it's called. called. But no, that sounds silly. Well, it's not the Colbert Report. Colbert Report. That's one so. of the things I always liked about the TiVo Steve that the, show. the Time Warner uh, DVR doesn't do was the TiVo would sometimes record stuff that it would think you would like. Yeah, yeah. there's TiVo suggestions, right? It'd be which like, it'll, hey, it'll you might like film this ran- or record something. random stuff. So yeah, it's great. And I found some stuff through there. So yep. I, I also my box decided about six months ago it was going to glitch digitally glitch every ten minutes. Or not shoot me every minute, right, Jack? Yeah, it was it was rough. It's like you're talking like this little digital hiccup, and it just drives me crazy. That sucks. Dude. I'd rather I would rather buy it on iTunes, even though I'm paying for cable. I'd rather buy a show I like on iTunes, watch it at my leisure, and I know I have the full thing. I know that the files are going to cut out ten seconds before the end. Time Warner's pretty terrible. Like you know, I know you're you're. This is only day one of the World Cup, and you're already sick of it, Bernie. But <laughs> you can stream. Uh, like you can stream. Most of the, almost every World Cup game live through ESPN3.com, but not if you're a Time Warner Roadrunner customer. Really? Yeah. Like they have deals with almost every access provider in the country, but not with Time Warner. Really? Yeah. So if you're a, have, you know, AT&T, DSL, or UVerse, you can stream all the games. If you have, you know, at home I have Grande. If you have Grande, you, I can stream all the games. Cable, Comcast, you can stream, I don't, I don't know about Comcast. Vios, uh, yeah, or Fios. Fios, you can. And do we but not also, Time Warner? Do we also have the only cable provider in the entire nation that has turned off a major network? We got NBC shut off for how long? Two weeks? Yeah, and didn't, like wasn't that. there a threat of Fox? I think was Fox. it Fox? Yeah, yep. Fox was going to have that too. Yeah, because American Idol, and they were like, "We got to get our American Idol." On, so and Time Warner's like, "No, we're going to shut them off. They want a dollar." <laughs> yeah, NBC was shut off for like two weeks, right? Yeah, two or three weeks. It was like right after the season premiere. Uh, was it fall of '09? That sucked. Yeah, it was I mean, Office was a big thing, right? Oh, it was yeah. 08. It was fall of 08. Yeah. I remember, it could have gone into the Super Bowl. The, yeah, that was everybody's uh, yeah, concern. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'd rather watch on Hulu, too. I'd like the Lost, previous and Lost guy to meet the Hulu guy. That'd be great. <laughs> that Hulu guy's great. He's awesome. So, so I'm excited. By now, by uh, in just a couple of days, we'll find out if uh, Hulu's coming to the 360 or not. God, I hope oh, so. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah what, a... What's one of the big rumors? Reuters was reporting reporting that uh, reporting it. <laughs> they reported that uh, Hulu's going multi-platform to be on the What's 360, that and then if it's on the 360, it'll be a subscription-based <laughs> right. service. Right? I'd be I'd be happy to pay for that. Well, that could be like the launch of the sub- the subscription-based service for Hulu. You know, they can yeah. just launch it with Xbox and then do some you know on the website. I think that too. Reuters article said that they would also do iPad and maybe PS3. I don't remember off the top of my head if that was in there. Did they say iPhone? Uh, I don't think so. No. But Netflix is coming to Netflix iPhone. Netflix will be coming to iPhone, though. Yeah. I want the, the big, big partnership with the Hulu guy. I wanted to announce everything. Like, <laughs> putting a game, it's like, this game brought to you by Sprint. Old Spice. <laughs> <laughs> Today's program is brought to you with limited commercial interruption by H&R Block. That guy, that guy must do that all day long. Yeah. You wonder if they just had, like, they brought him in one day and had him say every company in the world. <laughs> yeah, he could just say, this commercial is brought to you by, and then just yeah. run down the list of all the different companies. So the previous film Lost Guy was actually the dude who greenlit the show at uh, ABC. What? Really? Yeah, they had him tape it. He was fired. Do you know that? Yeah, he was the president of it, right? Of ABC? Yeah, apparently he, the uh, he didn't just greenlight Lost, he greenlit a bunch of good pro a, a bunch of stuff that turned out to be successful. And they fired him before anything took off, right? Uh, apparently one of the reasons why he greenlit Lost was a fuck you. He knew he was on his way out the door. So he took their pilot and greenlit it, and it cost eleven million dollars. <laughs> it was the most expensive pilot in the history of television. Did you guys read that the president of NBC just got fired too? Really? No, he's going to be he's going to be forced to step down supposedly. Why is that? Uh, I don't know. I didn't read the article. I just saw. Well, the what do you mean? Why is that? NBC? Maybe because maybe because of the late night wars on Good top of Lord. every other bad decision. They've do you made? see they're talking about now? Uh, what's his name? Uh, Jimmy Fallon. He may be. They're they're saying basically he's next to go. Because his ratings have dropped, and it's like, well, geez, because Leno is his lead-in now, and you know, Conan is a perfect lead-in for Fallon. Leno ain't to blame for everything, dude. Yeah, I, I would not say Leno is to blame for Fallon not getting ratings. I, I will say this. The only show I do watch regular on TV, and I do watch it, is the Craig Ferguson show, but I don't watch David Letterman. I tune in specifically for Craig Ferguson. Dude is funny. You know, he puts on like a 30-minute monologue every night or something, right? Yeah, he's awesome. I got to start watching it because I, I decided I was going to get back into late night TV uh, and uh, I started watching Letterman again because I love – everybody loves Dave, right? 
And it was I watched for three nights in a row, and it was boring. Letterman, yeah, yeah. Craig Ferguson does the lip dubs, right? Does he do that weekly, where they they like have see, a song playing? I don't see a lot of that stuff. No, no. Like he does, he'll, he'll do some pre-produced bits, but they're not that common. He's just a weird fucking dude. Yeah. For like the last week and a half, his monologue, he does like two monologues. He does one before the first commercial break, and then he comes in just a regular stand-up monologue. I wonder how much Craig Kilborn hates that guy. You know, Craig Kilborn, my wife just told me, got picked up by somebody else. Oh, really? That he's going to be starting with Fox soon. Huh. They passed on Conan O'Brien and went for Craig Kilborn. <laughs> That's weird to me. Probably for a hundredth of the price. Yeah, now. they probably got to pay way less for that. I saw the Craig Gilborn show is the only show that I've ever been to a taping of. We were in L.A. and we went to go see a taping. And it was how was it? Was it Daily Show or was it Craig Kilborn? It show? was late late show. The Craig late, Kilborn late show. Craig Kilborn. What Craig Ferguson actually has now that show. Yeah, and uh, it was okay. But Susan Sarandon was the guest. Man, is she fucking hot, dude? Yeah, she's an attractive lady. Have you seen their daughter? Her, her daughter uh, and uh, Tim Robbins. Does she have the same assets of her mother? Yeah, huh? <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Yikes. It's uh, Look up her name here real quick. Excuse me. I'll be on Google. <laughs> oh, by the way, what's up with Google putting the Bing image up on their thing? What was that? What? Did they do they that? They have like a, a background image now when you go to Google by default. No, they took it off. Yeah, it, they... was up, it was up for like six hour total. Oh, really? It was up for less than a day. That test. I didn't see that. Apparently, the third most most searched Google phrase was, how do I remove the background image? <laughs> like, when that was up. Did you see the uh, the tech support call from the old lady who called, uh, I guess, her internet provider to ask how to remove Pac-Man from the Google logo? <laughs> oh, why? Because it was not allowing her to study because of all the noise it was making. <laughs> really? Yeah. It was like, I, I, I had trouble listening to it because of our tech support days. I just imagined myself trying to talk someone through closing their Google tab without closing anything else. Like, I guess she had Google open, you know, her browser open in the background, not realizing it, you oh, know, with man. other tabs over it, and just, oh. Did you hear, did you hear the uh, the call where the woman called up, like, NBC or something like that, was complaining because there was a tornado warning in her area, and she was trying to watch her television, and the tornado warning was blocking the rest <laughs> of the TV? She's like, that tornado's not even near me. Why is that on the TV? It's like, I'm oh, just some rural, rural, uh, rural area. There's never an easy way to say this, so I'm just going to do it on the podcast. I am... Uh, Griffin, I love you, but I'm divorcing you to marry Susan Strand's daughter. <laughs> You're no kidding, right? Jesus. Yeah. How hot is she? I'm going to have to figure out a way to lure her into my trap. <laughs> well, you're going to be uh, in L.A. for E3. She probably lives in L.A. There you yeah. go. Give her a call. Talk, talk to her people. Why isn't she in every movie ever made? What does she I, do? I don't know. We asked that a question about the chick on... Uh... What does she have to do, dude? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how come you didn't know Susan Sarandon had a hot daughter? I had no idea. Yeah. You know, we sat next to Tim Robbins and uh, his son at a Chili's to go one time in the LA airport, and uh, <laughs> yeah. his son was not hot. <laughs> well, I mean, he seemed got, okay. Clearly, the daughter she, didn't yeah. get a lot of the Tim Robbins. Yeah, right? yeah. no, obviously Which, not. Which good for her, you know. Yeah, good, great for her. That's what you want. Good for everyone. I wonder how many dudes are like going on a first date though with her. I don't even know her name here. Eva Eva Amuri is her name. Sure. I wonder how many dudes go on a date with her and are like, hey, you want to talk about the Shawshank Redemption? <laughs> <laughs> that movie was great. <laughs> That's what I would do. It's weird. It looks like a, a bizarro young version of Susan Sarandon. Yeah, bizarro. That's what yeah. I use. As opposed to totally fucking hot. Fantastic. Uh, bizongo. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably a much better word. Once again, that problem that you and I discussed the other day. These girls who are immensely hot... They cannot have had good sex in their entire life. We were just talking about that because we were looking at some picture of some girl. <laughs> a girl. Like a girl like Susan Sarandon's daughter must think that every man in America comes in two seconds. Yeah. Like she's like, I've never had sex with a guy because he's never successfully got his pants off without having four <laughs> orgasms. Like it's got to be like that must drive more hot chicks to lesbianism than anything else. They must just think like it's like, well, how long does sex last? It lasts 45 seconds, right? How, how, what do you mean how long does it last? It lasts as long as he put the condom on. Can you believe in these, in these movies where people have sex for 10 minutes? It's yeah. unbel- How unbelievable. You know what the biggest bullshit in the world is? Two-minute love scenes. <laughs> as if. That's got to be a huge problem, right? Yeah. That's like we talked about. We used to always talk about Angry Boobs, which was the immensely talented girl who used to work at the bar across the street from us. I could, you know, we always talk about how we couldn't make eye contact with her. That girl, lady, woman has gone through her entire life thinking that every guy can't make eye contact drools and stares at his feet. Because no man has ever had the balls to, to, to make eye contact with her and, and not talk like this. I was talking about 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 I was talking
You know? This would be every conversation she's ever had with any guy except for her dad. Or every time I every time I walk away from the table, nobody says anything to me. The moment I walk away, everybody goes. Everybody's always talking about me behind my back. Always laughing at me or something. Everybody seems to have a great time the moment (laughs) the moment moment I walk away. Jeff, what do you think is the longest you've ever had sex? Like from the moment sex started, you were done. Uh. I'm, 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 the older I get, the easier it is to to have sex for a long time. So Don't I, say that about Griffin. I'm, no, no. I think, I think <laughs> has nothing to do with my lovely, lovely wife, uh, who's very talented uh, in many ways. I, I could probably go for a half hour. You yeah, can? I think so. Dude, there's no way. You're gay. You're absolutely, <laughs> you have to be. No, is, there, no, no, no. is there a politics? And, am I drunk? If I'm drunk, I could, I could go. I go for a long time. No, that's a delicate balance. That's, yeah, that's yeah. A very See, short it's, window. Drunk is hard, dude. Because you got to be like, you got to be drunk enough, <laughs> right? To, to 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 be like, all right, I'm gonna make it work for you tonight. Like this is gonna, <laughs> you're gonna for once, you're going to enjoy sex tonight, right? Uh, it's not gonna be like 45 seconds and then I'm playing Xbox. Uh, but if you're too drunk, then it's just like the, I, 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 the, I, the equipment. <laughs> you end up with what a, a, a friend of mine calls whiskey dick. Yeah. <laughs> right. The equipment doesn't show up for the game. Yeah. Exactly. So let me let me go a little further here. Is there a politics of orgasm in a threesome? I would have no idea. I'm asking you questions. <laughs> he can cut it out later. He can cut it out later if he wants to. Is there a politics to that? I can tell you. Uh, I can tell you. <laughs> That uh, I have never had an orgasm first during sex. In your life? I don't think so. That makes sense. I I've, I would feel incredibly guilty if, like... Plus, if I had an orgasm, I would be like, all right, great, going to sleep. <laughs> I've had it, you know? So I uh, I, I always feel like it's, it's my, uh, as the, I don't know, whatever my role in the, the situation is, it's my duty to uh, provide uh, gratification first. Like, a man, like, the woman is, like, women, first off, are amazing, right? I mean, they're the whole reason guys are alive. So, you gotta keep the woman happy. You have to. I understand the theory about what you're talking about. Yeah. Like, uh, on a theological level, I understand. Like, I could write that down on paper, too. <laughs> you're telling me never in your life, ever... I'm sure it's happened. Once or twice. But, no, like, if, if, if stuff gets, like, if... The situation starts to go that route, then you just got to take a step back and go like, "All right, we got to rework this scenario here until you're happy, and then you know we'll worry about me." And then two seconds later, you can be happy. And then yeah, and then literally two seconds later, I'll be happy. I don't think like that. <laughs> no, no, I'm not in that state of mind. If I get to that point in state of mind, next thing I know, I'm upside down a flower bush with a vest on top, <laughs> <laughs> wondering what the fuck is happening. <laughs> yeah, so that's nice. It's nice that in your life you have been. I try to be w- wonderful liars. No. <laughs> I try to. You? I try to be very accommodating. I bet Eva Amori would would love to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Or well, what's, what's the girl from What Would Tyler Durden Do? What was her name? Shay Shay, Shay Maria. Maria. Shay Maria. <laughs> had you ever heard of her before? I had never her? heard of her until I actually. She was on I, had, I had seen her before. She's on, she just started a Twitter. I think it, What Would Tyler Durden Do linked her Twitter account. Oh, yeah. really? A couple that weeks ago. Awesome. Yeah. I hear I. <laughs> I see her about every forty five seconds that, now. On that's what I love from a girl looks like that. Text. <laughs> <laughs> no, Twitter feeds are great because but you can just filter with, everything out that doesn't even have like TwitPic in it. Yeah, girls post TwitPics constantly. I uh, I've gotten really really bored with Twitter, and everybody seems to still use it and likes it so much. And so to trick myself into using Twitter, I started following porn stars, and that's awesome. Like every thirty five, you know, like every maybe like every two or three minutes, there's like a new TwitPic, and it's like here I am on set, about to get my fuck on. And you're like, nice. <laughs> yeah. It just, I mean, I just pulled up a site trying to find the picture of the person we were talking about, and there's an Eliza Dushku Twitter pic. Oh, from the oh, NBA in Finals? In the Celtics jersey? You know it. <laughs> Apparently we do. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole site right there. What's that? Aggregating Twit pics. Already done. Yep. Is it? Yeah. TheiPhoneBabes.com? Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's, it's NSFW. Very not safe for work. Yeah. Let me show you how to let me show you how to browse the site too because it takes it's tricky. Just click on archive. You don't, you don't want to do anything else other than click on archive. Just click on archive right they have a rated by. Yeah, just click on archive. That's <laughs> yeah. an iPhone photo. No, 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 just click I'm on analyzing this on a technical level. Don't analyze. Oh, what am I hitting archive. Now? Archive. There you go. Is this the one where it's just a huge wall of photos? It's loading like a bitch. It's because I'm go. downloading the entire site over in the front room. Sorry. <laughs> just ripping the site. 
Wow. Whoever <laughs> whoever the man or woman that uh, created that site is, they are a true hero. Yeah, absolutely. That is a fantastic website. I'm sure everyone. That's the first link everyone's going to look going to go for in the link <laughs> yeah. dump. You should label it like mislabel it yeah. something. Even if they don't listen to the podcast, they're going to be like iPhone babes, huh? What's this? I wonder, like culturally, I wonder if in the future people will understand that the thing everyone's holding in their hand was what took the picture. That's a good question. Or if they'll think that we were worshiping this black box. <laughs> or something. It's like we take this black box into the bathroom and hold it up and, <laughs> and look at it and take photos of ourselves with the black box, the little black square. It's like I wonder, too, if the Egyptians worshipped cats or they just thought they were fucking funny. Like, <laughs> you know, if they were, you know, <laughs> like the Internet – if you look at the internet, they're like, these people in the early millennium, they, they worshipped cats. It's like, no, they're fucking funny. Like, Jack was just watching a video of a cat hanging out a window. It was like the original lol cats were just like pets. <laughs> they, were. they were like, they're like, oh, here's the pharaoh. Check it out. Cat. <laughs> Following him around. Here's a dude with a head of a cat. <laughs> yeah, like, what the fuck else are they going to do for entertainment? Yeah. No shit. You're writing your billionth hieroglyphic. It's not like, it's not like cats have evolved to be funny yeah. throughout the ages, right? I mean, how many times did you draw the dude with the masonry jar <laughs> and the other dude fighting the cobra? <laughs> we, need, we, need some, we need some comic relief in here. Throw a fucking cat in. Oh, wow. All right, now I'm done. Yeah, right, well, that's, a totally good, that's a good way to go Yeah, out. we, we, we got to get back to E3. Before, oh, my God. Before we quit, I need to mention that we have a survey up. If anyone wants to take it, it's in the Drunk Tank group, roosterteeth.com slash Drunk Tank. Please take it. We're oh, just yeah. trying to find out some information about people who listen to the podcast. Oh, also, should you mention, uh, hey, what's up with that? <laughs> should you photo. mention, uh, do you want to talk about your, uh, you want to talk about the DVD? This girl's covering her boobs, and she has a waterproof case on her iPhone. I want to know why. I want to know why. Like, where's why? the next photo? <laughs> what was the photo after that? Why did she have a waterproof She's case? She's in the bathroom. Yikes. Good God. Hey, did you want to talk about the DVD? Oh, yeah, sure. You probably should mention that. Maybe she's going to work on the oil spill. That's possible. Next. Right after taking the photo. I just want to get her shirt ruined. (laughs) She took off her shirt. (laughs) I didn't want to get dispersing on it. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Okay, DVD, yeah. So we have a new retail arrangement with Best Buy, available online at bestbuy.com and in Canada at Future Shop. And And soon in stores. As well. No, no, yeah, definitely in stores. I was making the joke about it also available. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, uh, yeah, so now, uh, starting next month, uh, Red vs. Blue DVDs will be available at Best Buy. Yay. Which we're very, very excited about. Awesome. And I shop there a lot. It's good timing to, to kick all this off. We've actually redone our box set. And as you all may know, if you listen to this and you watch Red vs. Blue, on Xbox Live, we had higher def versions of Red vs. Blue that were reshot versions of Season 1, Season 2. Etc. Etc. That we painstakingly reshot, shot for shot, uh, in high def. And now we've taken those files. Obviously, DVDs are not high def, but they're full frame, really cool remastered versions of Red vs. Blue. And that new box set is going to be available at Best Buy starting next month. Yeah. So now the old box sets are collector's items. Would and you we say should, that? we should Big also time. mention that it it is a shot for shot remake. There's no Lucas esque yeah. like fancier graphics or like we didn't change the audio our shitty season one audio is still shitty season one audio the commentary is, <laughs> yeah the, the, the com- <laughs> i charming season one charming audio. yeah the commentary is the same, same. Yep. it's funny i was I actually watched season two on the dvd and listening to the commentary and you guys are bitching about like how you had to shoot stuff in halo pc versus uh halo on the xbox mm-hmm. and then we ended up reshooting seasons one and two on a halo yeah. pc and nice. first half of season three yeah yeah and uh we did record another commentary for season one as well so we put some extra bonus features in there yeah as well, yeah, and it's, a, it's a six DVD set, just like our current one, but it's in a smaller form factor box. It's it looks really cases. cool. We it's should post really a picture cool. of it. Yeah. It's the same RVB that you've loved over the years. It just looks better. But the cool thing is, is I, like Gus said, those original box sets and those original discs, if you bought them, are now essentially collector's items. Yeah, mm-hmm. those are gone. You know, we did a funny thing when we made the very first season of Red vs. Blue when we didn't even call it season one on the DVD. We just called it Red vs. Blue because we didn't know there was going to be a season two for sure. Uh, and we made a joke where we wrote special edition at the top of that DVD. We wrote, was it special edition or collector's no, edition? Special edition. Special, special edition. edition, yeah. And occasionally we see one of those every now and then. So if you were, if you have a special edition season one Red vs. Blue, you literally have one of the first 
10,000 DVDs we ever made. Like, it was, it was, like, it ended up being a special edition for that, and now it's like a special, special edition because now we have the remastered. Now it's it's a special collector's edition. Actually, it's it's a special, special, special because we redid it and then we redid it again for retail with the red and blue guys. Yep. And now it's being redone. Mm -hmm. So, there have been a few versions of season one. Do you remember that you and I very briefly entertained the idea of just writing Criterion Edition? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we did, yeah. Yeah, We we thought that was going to be really funny. That probably would have gotten And we decided not to do it and probably get it. Do we have one of those original DVDs around here somewhere? Yeah. We do? I have one at home, too. Okay. We should take a photo of that. All right. right. So, uh, when do do those, do we know when those DVDs are going to be available for sale? I think June 29th. I think you're right. It's either June 28th or June 29th, which is a couple weeks away. They'll be available on Best Buy, in Best Buy, and on our store as well. They'll be our store as well, right? And, and as Bernie said, the original box set is gone. It's, uh, we sold through all of them and we're not remaking it because we have this fancy box set. We didn't make an announcement about the original box set going away because we were afraid that would seem like, you know, we were trying to push sales of it or anything like that, so we just we just waited till it naturally went out of stock. But they went out of stock one month before the new ones come out. Well, so. that, I, I, the kudos to Matt because he's the one that orders DVDs. He figured that out and like, <laughs> was able to time it. Pretty so early. it'll be available June 29th, like you said, mm-hmm. in Best Buy. And then if you're in Canada on Future Shop, we're trying to work currently on getting a retail distribution in the UK. Um, if you're in Australia and New Zealand, we've already had retail distribution, and uh, you should be seeing the new box sets arriving down there. Sometime soon. How, and, ma- how many uh, Best Buys are going to have midnight launches for our DVD? Well, probably all of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the new box set, the the trilogy, the Recollection trilogy, will be out pretty much on shelves at the exact same time as Halo Reach. Yeah. So that'll be pretty cool. That's so awesome. When you're already in line for the midnight release of Red vs. Blue, you can pick up Halo Reach. Have we oh, that's, that's convenient. <laughs> and we, if, have if we announced for, that yet? Nope. Uh, that's, a, that's another so, announcement. So Bernie just announced that. Well, and, guess what? We're going to put the season on DVD as well. Yeah. <laughs> no, really well, know. no, when we're releasing it. It'll be about the same time. And That's if awesome. for whatever reason you like you have like f- almost all of the original box set or you lost a disc and you want one of the originals, we still sell those. Uh, they'll be going away too. We'll just sell through that stuff. Yeah, those are just fa- being And out. we've made a no-box box set right now in the store that's uh, $50, and it includes the like seasons one through five in their current form, the individual bonus disc, and we threw in the Strangerhood as well for like forty nine ninety five. So which if is anybody wants twenty dollars cheaper, if than anybody the box wants to scoop to be. up the original DVDs before if for whatever reason, I'm not encouraging to do that. Box, okay, because there's a new box set coming. Look at us. But uh, we're Mark. My well, there you go. But if for whatever reason you wanted to, or you like you lost your original season two and you want to get another one, they're still there. Great. Well, when they're gone, but they they but when they're gone, they're gone. They're gone. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that's uh, that's a wrap. Yeah. All right. Love you, everybody. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye.